Well, welcome again to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I'm giggling. Bill, you're making me giggle. This is the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you grow your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. And my name is Bill Kasky. And we are here every week. If you haven't gone to our website products page, do it right now. Several of you, several thousand of you, Mm -hmm. maybe hundreds. A lot. Let's just say a lot. Maybe several. Have gone and uh, bought the program all in. If you go to the products page on the website, go uh, buy that program all in. You will thank us later. You can take us with you anywhere you want, deep on some topics. It's a wonderful program all in. I would encourage you to go there now. I've got an all in story. Oh, you do? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, good. Uh, I was down in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina the other day working with uh, a a client down there, a client of the Advanced Selling Podcast. A lot of them are podcast listeners, Mike Birch and his uh, sales management team. Hi, Mike. And Mike is a an avid podcast listener. Good. And he plays the podcast at 2X. Yes. He does. Good. He plays it at 2X. And so Good. he can he can rifle through a lot of episodes yeah. uh, pretty quickly. But then he said he bought the all-in program. Uh-oh. And his his phone obviously does not allow you to play MP3s at 2x. Correct. And so he said, I played the first one, and it was it was a struggle because he's so used to hearing yeah. things at 2x. So he went out yeah. and invested in some kind of <laughs> software that allowed him to take all the MP3s from all in, plug them into this timing software, and now he's pleased because he can play those at 2x. Thank God. Uh-huh. Well, will he, Mike, will you email us whatever that device is for the other 2x listeners who <laughs> are struggling? Right droning through the program all in. I wonder if it's better. Did he listen to it? Yeah, he listened to it. He said it's fine. It's just when you get used to that, uh, I tried not to take that personally. <laughs> no, so no, I, can, oh, I think it's a good thing. Oh, drone dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, no, I think it's a, a really good thing. Yeah, and it and it, uh, you can still catch every word at yeah, 2x. Yeah, at 2x. Now, if you're going 8x, I'm starting to wonder, okay, <laughs> do you really like this as much as it seems like you do? Well, if, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, and Mike does, and we know lots of people who listen to numerous podcasts, not just ours, it, you know, you, you don't, you only have so much time. And if you want to really get through good content, I don't know if it'd work for a music podcast. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you know, it have the same impact. But um, so anyway, uh, hats off to Mike for his geekiness. And uh, he is, he is truly a geek. You think you and I are geeks. This I'm guy a geek. is a geek. Well, now, is he going to take offense to that or is he no, like, that's a no, compliment, no, right? No, he loves Geek it. to no. geek, brother. Geek we like geek. it. And we don't, just for the record, and, and some of you who are younger listeners will have to look this up. We do not do back masking, right? Remember that? Is it huh. back masking? Where they, they said if you played like a oh. like a Motley Crue album backwards, it says like, you know, I am the devil. I am the devil. We if you play not, it backwards, we are not, back, we are not back maskers. Oh, I think that's, that's what they call it, back masking. I think oh, so. that's like yeah. back, back ventures. Uh, hey, you are a listener, which means that you are into efficiency. I think our listeners are into efficiency. Absolutely. And uh, our good friends at uh, Stamps.com are into efficiency also. Going to the post office is one of the most painful things. And if you're a salesperson, you own a business, you know this already. Uh, Stamps.com, you can buy and print uh, official U.S. postage right from your desk using your own computer and printer. Piece of cake. Um, you can get uh, special postage discounts at uh, from Stamps.com that you can't get at the post office. Um, I don't think you get any discounts at the post now office. You, you use a power, uh, one of those meters, right? We do. You use a meter? Yeah. And, and tell us the name of the of the, me, the postage meter company you use. Well, it's a very appropriate name. <laughs> it's called Hassler. Hassler. That's mm-hmm. good. And what are they doing to you right now, Bill? <laughs> They're hassling me for the next annual contract, which I am not going to sign. But for some reason, they cannot get that through their head that I'm not going to sign it because I'm going to stamps.com. But yeah. Hassler has become a very appropriate name. Uh, and I think it's just ironic when you said Hassler called earlier. I thought that was the guy's name, like <laughs> yeah. 
Steve Hassler, Steve Hassler, right, first. And then I thought, okay. And you said, no, it's the name of their company, which is even more appropriate. So mm-hmm. uh, for uh, podcast listeners, here's our special offer right now. Use the promo code Advanced Selling for this special offer. Number one, you get a no-risk trial. Number two, this is awesome. You get a $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 in free postage and a promise to never hassle you again. (laughs) Don't wait. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in advanced selling. That's stamps.com. Enter advanced selling. Go do that right now. Awesome. 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 You know, we take our topics from not only the work that you do, Brian, when you're out working with clients and I I do the same thing. And lots of times in those events, there's topics that come up that we can't even predict. I mean, how many times have you been to an event that you've done and you have the agenda kind of set, but something happens in the middle that takes you down a path that you never could have predicted. No. And that's what I love and we love about our business is that a lot a lot of the content is user generated. It's in the room. It's things that you don't even think are important, but when 10 people come around a table and they say, no, we want to talk more about that. It's yeah. really, really interesting. Yep. And so um, a lot of times we also get our content from people who write in and call in to listener at Advanced Selling Podcast is the email address. And we love to hear topics that you're struggling with. Well, we have a listener who was playing the podcast for his manager, his sales manager. They were doing a ride along day, which brings me up. That was an awesome episode we did on ride along. We got to come back to that again. Very good. Uh, Ride along day. And he exposed uh, the sales manager to the podcast. Yeah. And it was the podcast that we did, podcast number 301, just okay. a few weeks ago on detachment. Yes. Remember we did the three yeah, yeah, detachment? Yeah. And we got into a much deeper conversation about what is detachment, what isn't it? And so the salesman, uh, salesperson, Aaron, <laughs> no story behind that. Aaron was trying to tell his manager a little bit about detachment, yes. and the manager was having none of it. No. And what's interesting is Aaron actually recorded this conversation, known, known to the sales manager. He knew he fantastic, did, and sent it into us. And it was really interesting to hear the back and forth and the dialogue between a salesperson and their manager when it comes to some of the concepts that we teach. Yes. And so we thought today that we would. Uh, talk about what we learned from listening to that. Yes. You'll comment, I'll comment. And there's lots of different lessons there. It's not just about detachment and content. It's a lot of lessons about how we uh, share the podcast and and maybe even generational things. So we wanted to uh, devote some time to that today. Yeah. And this uh, is one of the most valuable uh, listener elements that I've received. We've received uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, comments and letters and emails, and and several of you send in audio files to us to listen to. And we we love them all. This one was great because this kid, I say kid, man, gentleman, salesman, rec- salesman <laughs> recorded his conversation with his manager, and never before have I heard that. I and heard it. I don't think there's any better tool. To, for anything than to listen to yeah. yourself or observe yourself in anything that you do and even better to record a conversation between you and your manager because it's so telling on so many fronts. It was one of the most valuable things I've listened to in a long time. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Aaron. And we could have used Aaron like gender neutral, right? Aaron yeah. is a gender yeah. neutral name could be until Aaron. we call them a salesman. <laughs> then we're dead. Yeah. So. Sorry, Sorry about that. that. That's all right. It's good. Um, so, so yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so there's a couple of things. Let, let's talk yeah. about first off the concept of detachment yeah, that right. he was trying to get across yeah. to his sales manager. And then we'll talk about some of the other lessons that we learned in the, yeah, in the perfect. process. Perfect. Um, you know, in that podcast, we went back and listened to a little bit of it and 
the manager was concerned with this concept because when you first hear about detachment, it sounds like something different than what it is. It, it sounds like, I don't care. Yes. You know what? If you want to buy, great. If you don't want to buy, great. It sounds like you're, we're telling you to suck the passion totally out of your approach. Yep. And that is not it. And sometimes I think we rush to that. When someone starts to hear about detachment, we rush to, well, I would never say that. I don't want your business. Why right. would I ever say that? And we are never ever saying that never ever ever saying that ever ever what do i say three times all the time you did you said that very very uh, very almost five never ever 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 do we mean that this doesn't suck attachment or care out of the sales process and our crack staff travis who's our Mm -hmm. producer editor even said it it actually when you practice detachment means that you care more than when you don't because when you care about getting the deal you don't care as you much, care right? And that? you're attached yeah. to it. You're cared about getting the deal for yourself. You're attached to it for yourself. Yeah. And I thought that was a brilliant comment. It is. Travi. And, and it's, you know, we talk about being customer centric and everybody's focused on the customer journey and customer centric. There's yeah. no more customer centric concept than detachment yes. because I'm, I'm taking myself out of it Yes, and I'm focused totally on you, my prospect, yes. my client. So this idea that it's, it's, we're t- taking the passion out. It's actually just the opposite. It we're is. passionate about solving the problem as, yes. as you said. Yeah. And helping the other people across the table. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, and I looked at it too. I thought, and you said this without saying it, I think is we really, you and I are both this way as we look at ourselves as teachers and coaches and say, how can we improve? And the fact that this message and we, when we played it back, you said the things, but it wasn't clicking. And so that's a good example or, uh, examination for me to say, okay, how could we have said this differently? And I think one of the things is to punch that passion thing is still there really, really strong that it does not mean that. Um, the other thing that came up for me is if you feel like a, being attached is a good thing, you have to examine why you feel like it's a good thing. And as I examine that with myself and when I learned this idea of detachment applied to sales from you, I realized that it creates um, an issue for me from a um, funnel standpoint, which is tactical in nature, which means I tend, if you are attached to things, you can't let them go. Therefore, you hold space for other things. Right. And I think, yeah, it's big for a sales manager to think, okay, I want you to hang on to things like a don't take no for an answer, I think creates an immense amount of inefficiency as a sales leader for the sales team. The whole group would benefit. Why does it do that? If it, it, because it holds space. If, if I continue to, and it's, and when I teach it, I call it closed loop prospecting. And think of a closed loop. A closed loop, it starts at, at 12 o'clock, goes around the dial, and comes back to 12. And there are only, only so many numbers on the clock face. Right. Think of those as deals. A new one can't get in until I create space for another one. And if I just continue to work the same old deals the same old way, nothing new can ever come in, mm-hmm. which again creates uh, in, an inefficiency. Um, a guy that I uh, coach, a, a sales manager that I coach, I spent some time with him yesterday. He's working with one of his salespeople because he's, he's struggling a bit. And he um, looked at his pipeline activity and the activities that the salesperson did for the week. And I could show it to you. 95% of it says follow-up call, follow-up call, follow-up call, follow-up call. The whole page says follow-up call. If you look at the guy's requirements, the salesperson's requirements, it actually, uh, 50% of that should be new business. Should be new business. Yeah, it should yeah. be new business yeah. meetings or connector meetings and that sort of thing. And it's it's just, it's a problem. Yeah. It doesn't work. You know, uh, I was uh, at a program a couple of weeks ago and a person was, we were talking about detachment and, and yeah. you know, it's one of those things that everybody loves because 
at the end of detachment is freedom. It is. It's you can be totally free from not only the voices in your own head, but the voices perhaps even from your sales manager or or VP of sales or whatever. But the comment was made, well, Bill, that's all well and good if you have a target-rich environment. But when you don't, when you have a limited number of prospects, and my comment to that, and I would recommend that if you hear Brian and I talk and you're in a room with us, don't say that. Because, (laughs) Because here's the reaction. And the reaction is always, so you're saying to me, that when you have a, a non-target rich environment, you have a <clears throat> scarce number of prospects, yeah. that they are more likely to buy the more attached you are. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. And I asked him that and he said, well, no, that's not true. Okay. But then he came back with the truth, which is, but in a, in a scarce supply environment, it's harder for me to do that. Which yes. is fine. That's, Amen. That's the real answer. Yes. So we want to deal in the truth here. And the truth is, if you're struggling because you have a environment that doesn't have massive numbers of prospects yes. and abundant, that's okay. But you have to call it what it is. You yes. can't say that, well, when I have a, a scarce supply of prospects, I'm going to become more attached and that's going to be a better strategy for yes. them to buy. That's brilliant. It's just not. Yes. Yeah. And that that is the, and you said, if you, if you replayed episode 301, right, about mm-hmm. detachment, you would hear you say, in several different ways, in a couple of direct ways, this is hard. This isn't an easy one. Yes, we want everyone to do business with us, and not everybody will. And so this is a difficult thing. And that that self-awareness for me is the key, Yeah, is understanding how being detached helps you and or how being attached hinders you and holds you back. Yeah. Really critical. Uh, there's a uh, there's a book I, I might have mentioned it I might have mentioned it during that podcast I'm not sure by a guy named Michael Singer mm-hmm. who uh, wrote a book called the Surrender Experiment. Not Michael Hassler. <clears throat> not Michael no? Hassler. Okay. I'm Stephen Hassler. Thank you, Stephen Hassler. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Stephen A. Hassler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very good. But um, Ba-doom. but uh, this guy wrote a book called the Surrender Experiment. Yeah, and he decided that for a period of time, like a year, he would surrender to whatever happened in front of him. If somebody said, I want you to uh, figure out a way to manufacture these cords, he would say, okay, the universe must want me to manufacture cords and he would do it. Or if they say, no, I don't want to buy from you, he wouldn't try to talk them into it. He would just say, you know what? The universe doesn't want us doing business. Wow. And the track that he went on that his life totally changed after wow. a year for the wow. better. I mean, wow. he had opportunities and he was free. And he said, I never, ever entered. And he was in, he was selling his goods as well, his his manufacturing facility. He said, when I started to surrender, and surrender is one of those words that yeah. we don't like. We think it's weak. We think it's weak. And really, he said, it gave him Strong. so much power. Yeah. And so I think that's a little bit of what detachment is. I don't know if I'd go all the way to surrender to what, but mm. I do think there's a little element of that in it. And oh. if we can learn how to do that, not as a sales move, yeah. but as a way sincere. of being, yeah, yeah, sincere way of being. What a great song by Cheap Trick also. Cheap Trick sang the song Surrender. Fantastic. Oh. Google it, listen it. We uh, play it, but we can only play three seconds of it. You really, so exactly. We, we can fire, yeah. I can sing it. Mommy's all right. Your daddy's all right. Oh, yeah. Just I seem a little bit surrender. Yeah. What a great song. Uh, okay, now here, I'm going to switch gears. Can I switch gears? Yeah. Another observation I made from this interaction, this this call that Aaron sent us, uh, has to do with sales manager awareness. And we've you've heard uh, Bill and I, uh, jokingly, you can probably tell, use the word salesman a few times yeah. so far on the podcast. And this seems like a little deal, and it's a little bigger for me than a little deal. Um, and I don't think we got a, probably a big problem with this, but I hear this more than I care to hear it, right? The word salesman 
is from 1951. Right. It's from uh, what's the play? Dustin Hoffman, Death of a Salesman. Death of a Willie salesman. Loman. Yeah. Willie it's Loman. from that era when you were oh, a, salesman was a salesman or the salesman. Oh, yeah. OK, um, that word is a little old. And what you don't realize as a sales manager is when you use language like that, there's a whole lot behind it. It says where you are mm-hmm. in your development, maybe your mentality, how you think and see the world. And if you are someone using the word salesman and managing someone in the millennial generation, I think it's a it's a risk to to be a big turnoff to them, mm-hmm. and um, that's not to implicate this sales manager in this case, not at all. I think it's just it's how people are. I do think it's a great lesson to for a sales manager to examine their own words and actions and say, yeah. what does that's what I key. say and how yeah. I say it yeah. affect the sales team that I manage and how do they receive me? What does it say? What are the words behind the words, right? Or what yeah. is the thought behind What's the, the meaning words? behind the words? Yeah. yeah. And so if I say. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, I hate podcasts, right? Well, if you're managing a group of 28 year olds, you, you got to be careful with that because they love podcasts. And so that's just an awareness thing. And I think it's a great lesson for a sales manager to say. And I think it also uh, not just in what you're talking about, but how you say anything uh, matters. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times when we start talking about messaging and we start talking about your value, how you depict your value, how you communicate it, lots of times there's this kind of flippant remark of, well, we're the only place in town that you can buy blah, blah, blah for the best price and the best terms and the yep. best value. Yep. It's like that, boom, it's it's shot out of a cannon. Yep. And that flippant way to do that matters to the, to the customer. The Full customer on. hears that yep. and doesn't say, well, this is a thoughtful, cerebral person who's trying to help me solve a problem. This yep. is a guy who's a salesman who's just learned <laughs> the script and he's, he's firing it at me. That's right. So I think our words do uh, tell us tell people a lot about how we think. Yes, and that's just I know I'm saying the same thing you did. I I could say it in 15 different ways, salesman. but I think that's enough. Salesman, salesman, salesman. <laughs> no, no, I mean what? <laughs> every time I hear point. that, every time I hear that, it makes my skin crawl because <laughs> I just think, where where are you? It's 2015, man. Come on, brother. But I think anyway, culturally there I know, are some I areas, know. and I think in nice. the in the blue collar in the Northeast where there used to be a lot of steel. Now forged, we're in trouble. Not, <laughs> now we're in trouble. Well, I know. All the guys from Jersey are like you. <laughs> well, but there, there there's some colloquialism. Is there that are? The way? I have Just no idea. Ways of Great saying word that. though. Yeah. Colloquialism. I'll be googling that after the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. But, but there there are cultural things, and so we don't want to we don't want to take away someone's culture. You know. Can I uh, do sure. one more? Yeah. We get time. Uh, what do you do when the manager doesn't totally buy into what you're? So you're advanced selling yeah, podcast listener. You're with your manager. Your manager's like, ah, detachment. No, 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 no. Salesman on my sales team is going to believe in detachment. <laughs> We're going to be attached to all of them because that's how we were. What if you listen to the podcast and you don't feel like your manager or your the rest of your team or your company supports or buys in or aligns with what you believe? Uh. Well, first off, we we get a lot of people who say, "I just turned my manager on to this," or get managers who say, "Now all my yeah, so yeah. we love that and we keep do. doing that." I think one thing you can say is when you are when you are introducing your sales manager, let's just say, because that was a question, to a podcast where we're talking about something like detachment. Yep, I think you have to be aware that that may it may feel like. Uh, you know, casting someone into the fire yes. without some other way to kind of ease into it. That's good. So when we talk about detachment and abundance and some of the inner games, some of the more what we might call non-traditional or counterintuitive yep. uh, concepts, I think you have to let them know, hey, look, this is a podcast and in one of their episodes with non-detachment. I know you're going to find it a little bit uh, unusual, but listen through it. So you can forewarn them, I think, and that's going to help. That's really good. I would also tell you that I had this experience with a client 
who was one of my best success stories from a standpoint of finding him at a place and then building his, his place up. And he, and he became a good salesperson, left the company, went to a new company and called me and said, these guys don't buy into what I'm, t- yeah, how I'm doing it. Yeah, and what happens. I told him was, I said, his name is Brian. I said, Brian, just do what you do, man. It'll take care of itself. You do it your way. You buy in. It's just your thing. And guess what? Boom. He's the number one sales guy. Now everyone's like, so now how do you handle it? Now what do you do again? Yeah. Now what is abundance? What does that mean? What is detachment? They're yeah. coming to fish. Yeah. So just just if you just believe and go all in w- with the program that we teach and talk about, uh, trust me, your results will take yeah, care of that's themselves. Right. That's right. Okay. Make sure you uh, email us at listener at advanced selling podcast and uh, we'll get your question on if you have one or just a comment. And we love... We love it when we uh, hear the voices of our listeners, too. So if you send us a question, we might fire back an email and say, hey, do, do this on a voice memo. We'd love to hear that. Uh, if you haven't downloaded a free copy of your of our ultimate pregame audio program, do so immediately. Just go to advancedsellingpodcast.com to find it. Check out the products page on our site while you're there, and you'll see All In, which is our three-hour audio program that takes you from start to finish through the concepts that we teach you on the pod- podcast. Only, only an hour and a half if you watch it. Listen if to you it, go 2X, two right? yeah, yeah, 2X, two X, I do that. Yeah, it cuts it back. Uh, download our app in the iTunes App Store also. We're starting to uh, run promos and deals exclusively for our app users. And also, we'd love it when you review us in iTunes. See you next Monday for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. See you then. Bye. Bye.